Hello, friends. Welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. Good to have you with me again on another week of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is episode 177. For all of our regular listeners, welcome back. Any new listeners, welcome to our little podcast family. Great to have you. If you want to know more about me, or check out and utilize some useful resources, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. Be a privilege to have you check out the site. You can also communicate with me. You can browse the podcast and you can subscribe through there as well. There's a number of platforms where this podcast is released. And as always, if you would leave a review, leave a rating, share this with a friend, wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, I'm just honored that that you do that, that you do listen, and we can grow together as leaders. Today, I want to talk about the subject of delegation, a leader's necessary friend. Delegation, a leader's necessary friend. And let me just say from the outset, I would encourage you to get a wonderful little booklet. I can't remember the author's name. I came across this book maybe 15 to 17 years ago. A coworker of mine had come across this book, and it's called If You Want It Done Right, You Don't Have to Do It Yourself. And it's a small, quick, easy read, and it talks about the subject of delegation and some essentials to effective delegation. So I would encourage you to pick that up. I found that uh, book to be very, very helpful. And going back to it is a useful and necessary reminder because I think delegation, and my experience is delegation is one of those topics that we can get a little sloppy in. So today I want to share with you about why we should delegate and how we should delegate and what are some of the needs within delegation because delegation is a leader's necessary friend. So I want to talk to you about why delegation. I think delegation is critical for a leader. I've entitled today's podcast, It's Our Necessary Friend. And, and in thinking through delegation in my 30-plus years of, of, of leading, I've not always been very good at delegation. Uh, some of that is because I just don't see the need for delegation. One of the common myths that I often hear in the subject of delegation is that it's just easier if I do it myself. It doesn't take as long. I know what I want done. I know how I want it done. I know what I want the end product to look like, feel like, be like, smell like, taste like, act like, and it's just easier if I do it myself. This is why delegation is important because it's easy to fall into that trap. So Lance, why is delegation important? Well, first of all, because and these are in no order of priority, we need others. We simply need other people. Back in the biblical narrative of human creation, when God created Adam and then he brought along all of these animals and this and said none of those are good helpers for him, he made this statement, it's not good for man to be alone. Well, it's not good for a leader to be alone. We need other people. And what you need from them is their energy, their wisdom, their experience, their personality, their training, their gift set, their passions, their talents, their network, their resources. I mean, there's so much that you can get from other people. And we delegate because it's a it's simply a way of recognizing and admitting I need others. We delegate because organizations benefit from multiple gifts. 
It's better when an organization, a ministry, uh, a not-for-profit, whenever you are working together, when you can delegate, the whole organization benefits because you're now getting multiple eyes, multiple hands, multiple perspectives. You're getting multiplied wisdom. You're getting multiplied networking. You start to really experience synergy and momentum, and that is so powerful for your organization. It also, what it does for the organization is it begins to put people in a pipeline that should something happen to the leader unforeseen, there are people or a team of people who can step in and help give healthy and vibrant leadership. Another reason to delegate is because um, others can do something better than you. I'm recognizing in my sphere of leadership that while I can do many things, some things I simply need to let go of. And other people can do them better than I can. There are other people that are better at communication, other people better at managing finances and details, other people are better at being in the trenches and working through things. There are other people who are better at hospitality and better in in areas of organization, better in areas of of different facets of, of, of what leadership looks like, and that's true for you. There are other people who are better at things than you, and let's not be insecure or intimidated by that, but let's actually lean into it with healthy delegation. So here's a few other reasons why delegation is so important. Mentorship. When you delegate, you provide an opportunity to start mentoring, coaching, or apprenticing, developing another person, which we'll talk about in a moment. It allows a a space where others can be elevated into a greater sense of contribution and uh, development and uh, really adding value to whatever it is that you're working on that requires the delegation. Delegation and giving delegation, acting in delegation, delegating things to other people also fosters loyalty. When people begin to experience buy-in and they get to contribute with weigh-in and they are given a responsibility, more than just a menial task, but something that is significant and is clearly connected to the just cause of the organization, your values, your purpose, why you exist, it helps build a loyalty. Because I have found, and I think research backs up, that many people don't just go to a job for the sense of whatever the tasks are or the purpose of that organization, but they find friendship there, and they find development there, and they find not just the uh, skills needed to accomplish a professional task, but also human skills where they learn how to listen, and they develop empathy, and teamwork, and collaboration, and communication, and resilience, and resolve, and innovation. In that kind of environment fosters tremendous sense of loyalty. The people may be offered more money uh, at another location, or it may be in a geographical, more appealing area of the country, or the city, or wherever, even within their own building, But maybe what they don't get there is that investment, the human capital investment into them. And delegation is one pathway by which we we release that human capital and develop and contribute to others. Delegation builds confidence. It helps other people be stretched and step into things that otherwise might be difficult or intimidating or just have a fear of failure. And when you can delegate well, you help people build their confidence. 
I love leading a confident organization, not an arrogant organization, but a confident organization. And lastly, I would say another reason why we delegate is because it highlights growth areas. Delegation is turning on a spotlight and it exposes areas where we do need to grow. It exposes areas in people's lives where maybe they're not as good at communication. Maybe they're not at good at good thinking through deadlines. Maybe they're not as good in following through. Maybe they're not as good in or confident on making phone calls and networking and uh, getting things done and requiring people and empowering people and holding people accountable. All of these kinds of things can delegation can highlight areas where we need to grow and where others within your organization and within your ministry where they need to grow. So let me share with you just a few needs, giving you a number of ideas on why delegation. Uh, What are some needs for delegation? Trust is needed. Just a basic level of trust is needed if you're going going to begin to delegate. I mean, you're giving people responsibility, and you want to trust that they can do it and that you have set them up to be successful in, in whatever it is you've given to them. You also need clarity. People need to know exactly what it is you're asking them to do and by when you're going to do it, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But they need clarity, clarity from you, clarity about themselves. Just continue to to work for clarity in, in, in as many areas as you can. You also need resources. You know what? What are the resources available to get a, to, to get the task or whatever it is you've delegated? What what is needed to get that done? You know. So if I'm asking someone to develop a, a new graphic around an event, then have I given them the right kind of software? Do they have the right kind of computer platform? Do do they have the right kind of information? Do they do they know uh, the target audience? And do they know? Uh, what particular look or feel that you want this art piece to 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 generate? So th- that's one example of where clarity and, and resources. And fourthly, what uh, good delegation needs is communication. Uh, communicating, listening, asking questions, which help you achieve the clarity, which will underscore the amount of trust, and it will also identify places where resources are needed, and maybe where you have them, and maybe where you need to get them. And so. That's not an exhaustive list of what you need in delegation, but certainly recognizing that when I delegate, I'm saying I trust you. We're going to have clarity. Everybody's going to know what they want, so we're not operating in ambiguity. And I'm going to ensure that we have the resources we need, and we're going to communicate well. And when you can identify those four needs and begin to understand why you delegate, then let's talk in and answer the question, how do I delegate? How do I delegate? There are three requirements uh, for delegation. Now, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, if you want to uh, get a little deeper dive into this, encourage you to pick up the book. Um, if you want it done right, you don't have to do it yourself. Because she, the author, offers, I believe, six to seven steps for effective, high-quality delegation. I want to give you three general requirements for delegation. Each of them have room for exploration and for um, expression. The first requirement is definition. It, delegation without definition is a disaster. Delegation without definition is a disaster because you're delegating uh, something to someone, but they're not. You, you, if you don't clearly define what it is you're after, then people are just left to assume what you want. 
and they're going to fill in the blanks with their own ideas and their own interpretations. Now, maybe you have developed a history with uh, that your team or those that you work with, and, and there's a knowledge of reading your mind that you've worked so long together that you have a really good handle on what each other wants. And that's that's great. But we're talking, we're not talking about that seasoned, experienced kind of team. We're talking about a team that is maybe still in the trust building phase. And what you need is definition. You need definition. So when I delegate something, for example, to one of my staff members, I be I wanted to be mindful of what is the scale or scope of this project? Um, by when do I want it done? Uh, what authority do they have to make decisions on my behalf? I want to think through how much definition does this task need so that the person to whom I'm delegating feels really confident that they have everything they need to successfully accomplish this. Because when you don't delegate well, either you do it yourself um, or you control and micromanage everybody or there's a lack of clarity, people make assumptions, they work on projects, and then they don't go well, and then people get upset. I remember when I first came to the organization I'm working at now, one of the staff members said to me, look, one of the worst things you can do, Lance, to me is give me a project, delegate something to me, and about halfway or two-thirds of the way through it, realize I'm not doing it the way you want, and then just take it away from me. That will be difficult. It is disempowering. It is painful. It is disrespectful and dishonoring, and I don't want that. That kind of feedback was so helpful um, because it clarified for me what delegation means and what they need, not just to get something done, but to feel good about what they're getting done. Again, this gets back into a sense of people feeling loyal, accomplished, developed, uh, developed. There's a holistic um, reality to to your to your leadership environment. So, definition, scale, scope, authority, resources. Do they have permission to spend money? Not permission to spend money. And so, if you can define that as much as possible, that would be really helpful. The second requirement for effective delegation is development. You d- delegation without development is is like manipulation. I mean, that's a strong statement, and I don't say in every situation is like that, but often what it can start to feel like is that people are building your vision on the back of their labor, and it should be a goal of leaders not to develop servants who get things done, but to develop other leaders. That's the real success measurement for leadership is have we developed other leaders who are healthy, emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, relationally healthy, uh, mentally and intellectually aware and smart and sharp. And so we want to develop these people with that kind of character, that kind of charisma, that kind of that kind of competency. Well, you have to develop people to get into that space. And so delegation is a wonderful place at which you can bring development to a person. Um, another person is going to be learning. They're, they're learning new experiences. I mean, in 30 years, I remember... In the early days, one of my first uh, volunteer responsibilities was was calling a phone list on Tuesday nights, and I would call a number of people on that phone list and invite them to an event every week, and I did that on Tuesday nights, and I learned how confident I could communicate with strangers and the people's skills of soft conversation and being a conversationalist. I learned um, the value of how do you how do you make a stranger feel like a friend, and so many learning lessons by simply doing that one thing. And so, by someone delegating to me a phone list, 
they were also developing me. And I learned and I felt empowered and I, I felt a sense of responsibility and valuable contribution. And we are hardwired to want to do that. We are hardwired as people to want to make a difference. And so I think delegation requires development. It requires coaching, a growth goals. It requires feedback. And when you're just going to say, hey, make this call, print these copies, send this email, schedule this thing. Uh, you know, follow up with this, that done day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, people start to really feel like servants. And there are going to be some on your team who are kind of cool with that. They're just going to run with it like, okay, and they don't want any more than that. But there are going to be some on your team who want more. And that those individuals are going to require you to develop them. And so put a development plan in place. Talk to them. Like, I just don't want to give you some tasks, but let's work on your growth intentionally as a leader, as a person, as a husband, as a father. Again, the opportunity through vocation to help people develop as human beings, not just employees with an employee ID number. Delegation requires development. The third requirement is a deadline. How many times have you just said, hey, I need this done? Well, people don't know by when you need it done. And, and if they delay longer than you want, then you're running around. Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Why can't this get done? What's going on here? What's the problem with that? Well, no one knew when you wanted it. And so effective delegation is going to require a deadline. And a deadline is communicated. It's an agreed upon expectation of time when something else can be done. You know, even today before recording this podcast, I need to call a friend about a common situation. And so, you know, they I said, when can I call you today? And they text me back and gave me a time window. But I knew I had commitments that that time window was going to be difficult. So I said, well, I can communicate with you by this time. Is that an agreed upon time? So once we had a common agreed upon expectation, then you just simply follow through with it. And that kind of deadline, that kind of clarity about when you need something is really, really powerful. When you think through deadlines, think about how hard is the deadline for you. So an example is I could say to my my admin, I need, uh, can you email, you know, this group of people, uh, here's the body of the email. And can you do that by, you know, X day at the end of the week? And if they say, you know, I'm, I'm out the end of the week on PTO. Okay, well, can you do it by this day? So you negotiate. I have to realize how urgent is that deadline. And if it's an urgent deadline, then we've got to figure that out. But I need to communicate that because another person, I don't want them interpreting uh, my motives or my tone or, or why something is urgent or why something can be delayed. Be clear about it, but have a deadline. So three requirements for uh, good delegation, definition, development, and deadline, all right? Delegation, it's a leader's necessary friend. Hey, I hope today we provided something for you that's helpful, just in the, the simple everyday idea of delegation. I hope you guys uh, can implement this in a way that really adds value to your team. All right, love you guys. I hope you have a great week. Stay healthy and stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you next week.